Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. The big story this week is going to be the events that took place at Long Island Tabletop Gaming Expo one day only, the big event at the convention, at the expo, was the Create a Competitor Tournament. I don't know how many players signed up. I know that they cut to a top 13. From what I understand, it ended up being three triad matches and two singles matches. There were five rounds in the preliminary cut. All of the four and ones could have singles matches in the first round of the top cut, or they could choose to go into triad matches. A couple of them did. So, based on my calculations, it cut to a top five. I don't know what happened in the top five. I know that the finals end up being Matt Hass using El Pollo and Mascarda versus Candyman Dan using the Oracle. In a main event match, that went all the way to Crowdmeter 2, the winner, who will get to be able to create a competitor in Super Show the Game, is Candyman Dan. Congratulations to him. This is his third Create a Competitor tournament that he has won. There are very few people who've won multiple tournaments. I know James Booker's won. I believe Kirk Polk has won. So he's one of a very few that has done that, that has accomplished that feat. Other featured matches at the convention, the United States Championship was on the line. The champion, the Cheetah, with Danny Limelight, took on the challenger, Fotista, playing as the man from IT. As far as I know, there was no stipulation in this match. I believe it went to Crowdmeter 2. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I believe it went to Crowdmeter 2. The winner, new champion, Fotista, congratulations to Fotista for becoming the new United States champion. The Tri-State Tag Team Championships were also on the line. Humongously sweet, the champions took on the challengers, reuniting after five years, Twist and Aggression. Twist and Aggression is the team of Rage and Mr. Pop and Twist. They each played as themselves. Humongously sweet. The team of Candy Mam and Big Match Pete played as Big Bad Bobby D and Kenta, respectively. From what I understand, this match was pretty much dominated by Humongous to Sweet, although the challengers took the match all the way to Crowdmeter 5, continuing to kick out a finish after finish. In the end, though, Humongously Sweet retains they are still the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Champions. Those were the big featured matches at Long Island Tabletop Game Expo. There are also some special guests. In addition to Rage and Mr. Poppin' Twist that I mentioned, the Greek god Papadon also made an appearance, as well as, for the first time, I believe, since Gen Con, I want to say three years ago, where he was, for one event, the general manager of the legendary fighting federation, Caveman. Caveman returns to Super Show the Game. It's been a while, but he is back.
That's going to do it for the news on Long Island Tabletop Gaming Expo. The next big SRG convention is going to be Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo. That's two weeks from today, April 22nd through April 24th in Huntsville, Alabama. I did announce that I was going to this convention. That may change. That may no longer be a thing. I apologize if you're looking forward to seeing me there. That is looking like it's not going to happen. That's unfortunate because I've never been to this convention. It gives me a chance to see a bunch of the Deep South guys that I don't get to see normally. I should still be at Rumble at the Refuge the week after, April 30th. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. There aren't really any other major stories this week outside of the online tournament, so let me just give you a bunch of the odds and ends going on around Super Show the Gate. The CCC, match number six in the 2021 Creative Competitor Competition, has wrapped. The four competitors were Rinrin Same, Nick Nimble, The Boogeyman, and Top Dog, Mark Nealon. I never saw any posts from Rinrin Same, and I never saw anything from Nick Nimble after what I saw last week. The Boogeyman did put out quite a few posts. Mark Nealon made one post, mostly explained why he could not make posts for this uh, week of the competition. To me, this is a wide-open match. I'm assuming we'll get the results next Wednesday during Talk of the Universe. I have no prediction. I don't know who is going to go on to round number two out of this match. The anime art contest wrapped. This is a contest Dizzy Derailed was running. The winner, drawn by the Dread Pirate tech support, Simon Strauss, was a picture of the general manager, John Calace, and the SRG boss, Steve Resk, as Tuxedo Mask and Sailor Moon. So, Tuxedo Calace and Sailor Boss. If you want to check that image out, that image is on the SRG Super Show discussion group. It was also in the last episode of Talk of the Universe. It was the only piece from the art contest they showed on that program. The bracket from the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship match, the top 32 bracket, has been revealed. Half of the competitors in the bracket, the left side, are going to be in steel cage matches in the first round. Half of the bracket, the right half, is going to be in psycho circus matches in this round of 32. Some of the matches have been finalized, and some still need to have the tiebreakers resolved before the matchups can be completed. As of right now, if your matchup is known, if it was on the bracket, you can play it. If you are in a match where you're waiting for somebody to get out of a tiebreaker, as far as I know, you're still waiting. There's been no update since last Wednesday regarding the tiebreakers. I know there are quite a number of people in the top 32 still waiting to find out who their matchup is. I don't like to talk about myself too much, but I'm in the top 32, and I'm in that boat. I'm waiting to see 
who my opponent will be. I don't know if the tiebreaker has happened yet or not, but the results have not been posted. Let's see what else is there. Okay. Last week at Highlander Games in Boonton, New Jersey, there were two events. Saturday's event was Crate and Art Card event, won by the true survivor, Anthony Medvez. Sunday's event was Crate a Foil Card event, won by Joe Pape. Pape, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. P-A-P-E is how it is spelled. Anthony Medvez has decided to make an Altart version of Teaching from the Dark, featuring him and his opponent in the finals of that event, Tom Scott. The foil card that's going to be created is a foil schoolboy. Those are the updates I have from last week's Highlander events. Other news. Talk of the Universe. They have had a sub-goal. They reached that sub-goal on the last episode of Talk of the Universe. So they announced the following. They put, I believe, Soaring Skateboard Smash on sale on SuperShowTheGame.com. They're going to have a dojo in the future, date and time to be determined, where the pay-it-forward prize will be three times what it usually is. I don't know what that means. And then finally, there's going to be a free event with full prize support. I believe it's going to be an online event. And then I think the last bit of news I'll talk about before we get into the events from this past week. The Triad Championship. Kirk Polka is the current Triad Champion. The first contender for that belt has been named. The Triad Championship is always defended in Triad matches. So there are going to be two contenders challenging Kirk Polka in his first defense. The first contender is going to be Young Allergy. Young Allergy has been handpicked by the SRG boss to face Kirk Polka. Four shot the Triad Championship. We still do not know who the other contender will be. I believe that's going to do it for the news from this week. There are two championship matches scheduled to take place tonight, April 10th, as I'm recording this. The corrugated cardboard villain will be defending the Trios Championship against Prince Butters. And the World Heavyweight Champion, the Cannoli, will be defending his championship against Eddie Fury. If I'm able to give you the results of those matches, I will. But more than likely, this show will be done before those happen. If I can, I will tack the results on to the end of this program. With that being said, let's talk about the tournaments from this past week. Monday night, we have Chris Pagillo running the Italian Mambadas Huggers Anonymous Support Group event. In this event, everyone signed up. They played as many matches as they could in 90 minutes. At the end of that 90 minutes, there was a cut to a top eight. There were no stipulations through the quarterfinal or semifinal round. The finals had a special guest referee of King Cold, meaning each player was able to use King Cold's gimmick. King Cold's gimmick is that the opponent's hand size is minus three. The top four in this event were in fourth place, playing as Brian Cage. I'm assuming the original version of Brian Cage, the Nightmare King. 
In third place, playing as Amazing Red, Rowdy Ron, the current, I believe, Deep Six champion. In second place, Mac Attack, Mac McPeak, as one of her favorite competitors, Vampire Bastet. And the winner, using Ra Ra Perry, Chris Pate. Congratulations to Chris Pate for winning another event. He's been on a roll. That was Monday night. Thursday night. We have Chibi's Thursday night fights. There were 20 players playing in group stages, four groups of five, top two from each group advancing. In the quarterfinals of Chibi's Thursday night fights, all the matches were played using the tables match stipulation. In the semifinals, all the matches were played using the dark match stipulation. And both the finals match and the third place match were played using the Ring of Fire stipulation. In fourth place, playing as Ginny, the Etan Mambara. In third place, playing as Grande Gallo, the Grump, Danny Thunder. The finalists were Chris Pate as Big Bad Bobby D and James Booker playing as Numero Uno, the winner. James Booker. Congratulations to James Booker. Congratulations to Chris Pate for almost continuing that winning streak, getting to the finals Thursday night. Friday night, there was a deep six number one contender tournament to determine Rowdy Ron's next challenger for the Deep Six Championship. There were 16 players in this tournament. After the opening rounds, there was a cut to a top eight. There were no stipulations outside of the stipulations for the Deep Six Championship, which is you can only have six stop cards in your deck. The top four were... The two semifinalists, the Italian Mambata and Bobby Ohio, and the two finalists, Stephen Hines, playing as the flip version of Vic the Brick, and Chris Pate, once again playing as Ra Ra Perry. The winner of the tournament, Chris Pate as Ra Ra Perry. From what I understand, Chris Pate is the number one contender for the Deep Six Championship pending the outcome of the LFF Hardcore Championship because he's also the next man in line for that championship. If Chris Pate defeats Jeff McPeak and becomes the next LFF Hardcore Champion, he will lose his position as the number one contender for the Deep Six Championship. Stephen Hines will become the number one contender. If he fails to unseat Jeff Peak for the hardcore belt, then he remains the number one contender for the Deep Six belt. Speaking of the hardcore belt, the only live event outside of the Long Island Tabletop Gaming Expo that I have information on is the Rust Belt Hardcore Cup Event where they had the Hardcore Cup tournament and then a number of championship matches. I don't have a bunch of information 
on the Hardcore Cup tournament, but the finals of this tournament end up being James Booker playing as Scott Prime versus Time Bomb Tim playing as Wrench Monkey. The stipulation in the finals match chosen at random was the Ring of Fire stipulation. This match went to crowd meter one. The winner, who from the Hardcore Championship general manager, will become the next contender after Chris Pate for the Hardcore Championship, Time Bomb Tim. Congratulations to Time Bomb Tim for winning that. Congratulations to Chris Pate, if I forgot to mention it, for winning the Deep Six tournaments. The other events that I have results for from the Rust Belts Hardcore Cup event, the other championship matches, the local ones that I have were in the match of Oracle versus Jim Bias for the Rust Belt Inner Belt Championship. She retains for the Rust Belt X title. The current champion, Dylan Bias, retains. And for the World Heavyweight Championship of the Rust Belt, Dave Marisak versus Scott Meister. Dave wins via forfeit. He's still the Rust Belt champion. And with that, those are all the results. That's all the news I have for this week pending the championship results from tonight, if I'm able to get those in before this podcast is published. And I was able to get those results before the podcast went out, so I am adding them on right here. Before I do that, first, going back through, I forgot to congratulate Humongously Sweet for their victory. So congratulations to them for retaining the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championships. If I forgot to congratulate anyone else, I apologize. Now, on with the results. Unfortunately, the trios championship match did not happen. For an unknown reason, the champion, the corrugated cardboard villain, was not able to make the match. From what the general manager of the trios division, the Italian Mambata, said earlier tonight, the match is going to be rescheduled for before next week's Talk of the Universe. That is to say, for April 13th. If for some reason the champion does not make that, he has said that when the match does happen, Prince Butters, who will be using the Brony Coven, will be accompanied to the ring by Night Terror, which will blank the first Triumvirate's gimmick. That's the competitor, the champion, the corrugated cardboard villain is champion with. So we'll see what happens. The other match of the night, the World Heavyweight Championship match, did go off. The challenger, Eddie Fury, using his own competitor, Eddie Fury, took on the cannoli, the champion, using a competitor he created, Nanook from the North. This match went all the way to crowd meter four, primarily due to Eddie Fury using stop cards that bumped the crowd meter. That's great for Eddie Fury because Eddie Fury's gimmick is that his power skill increases by plus one for each level of the crowd meter. Because this match went to crowd meter four at the end of the match, Eddie Fury's power that started out as a five was now a nine. 
The champion did manage to hit a finish against Eddie Fury. Eddie Fury only had two breakout rolls and actually did not roll high enough either time to break out. But Eddie Fury's finish, the cash out, allows him to add plus two to his finish roll. So when he failed that second breakout roll, he was able to discard the cash out, add plus two to his breakout roll, and actually break out. Great for Eddie Fury. Eddie Fury would go on to hit the Fists of Fury at crowd meter four, rolling, I believe, a 13. And Eddie Fury is now the LFF World Heavyweight Champion. Congratulations to Eddie Fury on becoming the World Heavyweight Champion. Not sure yet who his opponent's going to be. As I reported earlier, the number one contender tournament is still going on. There was also some additional championship news I didn't mention that I will bring up right now. Two championship matches are scheduled for next week. The first, the LFF Hardcore Championship. The champion, Jeff McPeak, will take on the challenger, Chris Pate. I believe that is scheduled for Monday night. Wednesday night after Talk of the Universe, the LFF Tornado Tag Team Championship will be on the line. The champion, the Fireball, will take on the challenger, Chad Gropak. And with that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. Two reminders. First, if you have created content, they're continuing to make requests, SRG Universe is, for people to submit their created content forms. I don't want to see anybody miss out on something, so I second that. Supershowthegame.com, send in your created content form. The other thing, still trying to get a media pass for Origins Game Fair. I would appreciate it if you would follow at Outlaw Mudcast on Twitter to help me increase the metrics that Origins Game Fair will look at to give me that pass. Other than that, I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.